Hey, good morning. It's Friday morning. I hope you're having a great, uh, great day. I hope you're excited for the weekend. It's uh, going to be a, another um, nice and cool and temperate, relaxing, very, very cool, uh, very probably 73, 74 degrees Mississippi weekend, um, much like San Diego or something like that. Just no humidity. Uh, you know, the air won't be so thick that you can't stand it. No, it's, it's Mississippi, so it's going to be miserable because that's what it is now. It's just how, what we do here. It's that time of year where you can get your spoon and drink the, drink the air. Just scoop the air into your mouth and drink it because it's so humid. So um, no matter where you find yourself this weekend, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you um, can take time to worship with us. I'll invite you to worship with us online at St. Matthew's, uh, stm-umc.org slash live. Uh, you'll be able to watch our worship with us online at 11 o'clock uh, this Sunday, both our traditional and our intersection service. I would invite you to take time this Sunday to worship with us in that way. Um, hope you're doing well. Love you guys. Miss, miss seeing a lot of your faces uh, one day soon, but uh, I love you. Um, today we're going to be reading uh, a passage that's interesting. Um, it's one that, uh, <laughs> as a preacher who's done a lot of weddings, I've, I've referenced this story a lot. Uh, there's some really neat stuff here when you dig into it. Um, this is the wedding at Cana, the water and the wine, uh, a miracle um, in John chapter 2. We'll read John 2, um, 1, through, 1 through 12. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples also had been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, We have no wine. They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there, there were six stone jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. They filled them to the brim. Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. They, they took it. <clears throat> when the steward tasted the water that had become wine, they did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The steward called the, called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory, and the disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples. They remained there a few days. Okay, there's a couple things that always make me laugh about this story. One is, um, <laughs> I love the interaction between Jesus and Mary. <laughs> where Mary says, um, <laughs> they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And so then Jesus said to them, Jesus is a good boy. He does what his mama says. That's, you know, listen, you want to go a long way. If you want to go a long way in life, just mind your mama. Seriously, just, just do what your mama says and life will typically turn out okay. Just, just always mind your mama. No matter how old you are, just mind your mama. It's going to work out fine for you. So I just, I just love that. Like He's like, it's not time. Woman, what does this to do with me and you? And she tells the servants, do what he says. Just do what he says. And then Jesus is like, I can almost see him going, fine. And so he does it. But uh, what's really cool about the Gospels, particularly um, John's Gospel is really good about this, but but many of them, it's really neat that that sometimes the Gospels almost have like a, um, a direct, director's commentary. If you remember back in the olden days, back when we had DVDs, um, you could always, in a lot of DVDs, they'd have special 
special editions, and you could, uh, I always like the ones with the director's commentary, where you're watching the movie, and the, you have the director doing voiceovers saying, well, what I was doing in this shot was this, and it really helps you learn a lot about movies and learn a lot about the intent of the director as they directed the movies. Um, John um, re is really good about giving you director's commentaries, because um, there's something really important happening here that um, it's easy to miss if we aren't paying attention. It happens in verse uh, verse 9. I'll start with verse 8. And he said to them, this is the servants, he said to them, now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine, they did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew. And they called, the servant called the bride, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serve the good wine first, the inferior later. That seems insignificant, but it's so important. The steward did not know where the wine, of all the people in this text, who knew what had happened? Well, you have Jesus and his mother, obviously, and the disciples, obviously. The steward who was in charge of the whole shindig, he didn't know. He didn't know what happened. The bridegroom didn't know. But who knew what happened? The servants. It says that the servants who had drawn the water knew. John wanted you to know. The servants knew what was happening. The servants had seen the miracle of God. The servants had seen what Jesus had done. The servants knew. The servants knew. The others didn't know. But the servants knew. Do you want to see what God's doing today? Do you want to see the glory of Jesus? Serve somebody. I think that's, I think the point of the story for me isn't just it gives us something nice to read at weddings. And in his power and presence, Jesus graced the wedding at Jesus graced the wedding at Cana of Galilee. I've said that line a thousand times in my life. I've referenced this story so many times in, in wedding ceremonies, which is wonderful. I think there's something to that. But I think equally as important, frankly more important to the story, is the fact that of all the people in this story who had seen what God was doing, seen what Jesus was doing. The only folks who saw, who weren't part of the inner circle of Jesus, were the servants. They were serving, and they saw what Jesus was up to. So today in your life, if you want to know what God's up to, today in your life, if you want to see the power of God, if you want to see the presence of God, if you want to see God move and work in amazing ways, if you want to see what God is doing, if you want to see the power of Jesus, if you want to see lives change, if you want to see the glory of God, if you want to see the miracles of God, if you want to see these things, serve somebody. Serve somebody. When we serve, when we serve, we see the power and the glory of God. I love this story because it shows us the path to seeing God's glory. Serve. No one knew 
but the servants. Today, if you want to see God's glory, if you want to see the skies open and the miracles performed, serve someone. See what God does. Serve your family. Serve your friends. Serve your co-workers. Serve. Serve. And as we serve, we see the miracles. And we see the glories of God. So today, this weekend, serve somebody and see what God does. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great day today. Have a great weekend. Worship with us Sunday morning at a lot online. stm-umc.org slash live. Uh, I can't wait to worship with you then. Can't wait to see you soon. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday morning.